Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 219 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton. And who is killing gods with me tonight? The god of poutine, Michael K. Hughes. And that's <laughs> a joke for the four of us and absolutely no one else. <laughs> Aries! It's me, Nate. And hi, I'm Barry. Where you could, uh, I'm from Premium Edition Games, where you could pick up our latest titles at premiumeditiongames.com. Since Mike said I could go ahead and plug, so I'll go ahead and plug right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always tell everybody when they plug at the beginning, in case that way people don't stick around. <laughs> people are like, what the fuck is this? This is not a YouTube video. That never happened before. <laughs> we are here to talk about a game that I've been meaning to. Well, actually, this was actually Mike's idea. Yeah. Because for... you were playing Hades and you got all, you were into the, the Greek mythology. Oh, yeah, I've always meant to play this one, too. This is a God of, the original God of War from 2005. I have, like, no history with this series outside of playing 2018 once, so I wanted to go back to the original. <laughs> okay, and this developed by Santa Monica, Monica Studios came out the PS2. It's, yeah. It still holds up. I was, I mean, I was, so I played this on an emulator because... I wanted to. You play it on an emulator? <laughs> no. Hey, I actually didn't cheat because I couldn't get the save states to work on the oh, Steam Deck. So you, so you didn't cheat because it wouldn't let you cheat, not because <laughs> yeah. you didn't want to cheat. <laughs> no, I always want to cheat. It wasn't. It was, I just wasn't able to, so I didn't. Keep keeping you honest. <laughs> yeah, who would who would cheat in this game? I would have. Uh, yeah, I think I would have towards. <laughs> but like, multiple parts where I would save state just so I don't have to make some of those jumps over and over again that I kept failing. Oh my on. god! Yeah. Yeah, I, I said in the group chat that I absolutely would have abused safe states on a part you're alluding to there. We'll get to later. There were a couple parts in this game that I was like, fucking A, I want to cheat, but I can't. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I own this on PS2. I have I had the PS3. I have I think I have two two versions of the PS3 collection because I bought one and then I bought another one when I had everything because yeah. it was cheaper. The saga. Yeah. yeah. And I've never... The only God of War is like my only history God of War. I played this twice in my life at some point, and then I played Ascension, and that's it. Oof. <laughs> so. I, and I heard Ascension a, is the worst, right? Yeah, I looked up a ranking before to figure out if I really wanted to do this or not, and it's like all the handheld ones are towards the bottom. <laughs> oh, I like the handheld ones. The handheld ones are pretty good. Yeah. No, Ascension isn't even a handheld one. Ascension oh, is uh, yeah, PS3. a PS3 one. That I thought it was is... like God of, supposed to be God of War 4 back when I remember it being announced, and then it turned out that no, it is not God of War 4. No. Huh. It is it's just boring. Yeah, that, that's Which fair. Is like, what it, I vaguely remember, that is fair. I think that's like the worst critique you could give a God of War game is that it bores you. <laughs> a prequel set six months after Kratos murdered his family. Like, who asked for that? <laughs> we needed like, to really know to yeah. fill in the gaps about how he was feeling. It's like we need another <laughs> game, but we can't, <laughs> can't screw up the timeline. Uh, shove it in here. Exactly. They they wanted more God of War because it sold, and they didn't want to do God of War four yet because they had other plans. So they said, "Let's do this." Let's, that's, that's why all the handhelds were prequels because <laughs> they said, "Well, we can't go forward. Let's tell backstories." It's working out so well for Kingdom Hearts. Let's do it too. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts just. Oh, yeah, I got nothing. It's bananas. That storyline makes no sense, and I'm not far enough in for where it shouldn't make sense. But yeah, <laughs> my wife swears it does, and I just call her a liar. I it makes <laughs> sense, but you you really do have to like research it. <laughs> I feel the more you research that series, the less sense it makes. Sometimes 
It's like yeah. Dark Souls. You got to read all the item descriptions to really get the the lore. <laughs> For Dark Souls, you just watch body vid videos on YouTube. That's how you get the lore. You don't bother reading anything. There is a Kingdom Hearts game that was just so ludicrous. I uh, texted my brother and I was like, this is so fucking dumb. Why do I keep investing time in this series? And then they made Kingdom Hearts 3 and I was like, this is the coolest thing. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't good. do Kingdom Hearts 3. It just didn't jive with it. It's so yeah. polarizing. I I really loved it. <laughs> And then that's yeah. not why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to God of War talking about Kingdom Hearts 3. Hey, when this podcast is over, this podcast goes sometime. Yeah. When Donald Duck and Kratos uh, killed <laughs> Medusa, <laughs> I thought that was a little too far. <laughs> I thought we were here to talk about the time Kratos played golf. <laughs> God, is he in a golf game? Yeah, yeah. Hot Shot Golf on PSP, I believe it is. <laughs> He's a character. <laughs> That's funny. I love stuff like that, though. I mean, one thing I, I you bring up a good point that I, that this really became Sony's mascot for a long. I mean, still is pretty much. Mm-hmm. They it, love their they love their Kratos. It got me to buy the PS3 version of Mortal Kombat Nine because Kratos was a playable character exclusive. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's a good reason. To, I mean, that's still a good reason. I mean, you get extra character. You don't think you got anything? I mean, it wasn't Spawn on the Xbox version. No, there was nothing on the 360 version of Mortal Kombat Nine, but. PS3 got Kratos, so I was like, oh, okay. Well, then I guess I'll get that version. He's also uh, he's also an exclusive character in that uh, PlayStation Smash Brothers game. Like, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a bonus boss in the PS, the PlayStation version of Shovel Knight. Yes, he was. Yes. I still can't get over that he's in Shovel Knight. That I... was I when I played that game. I beat that game in one sitting, and like when he showed up, I was like fangirling, just like, oh my god. Yeah, that that surprised me because I beat that game year, and then it was years later and we did an episode on it when somebody mentioned like, yeah, Kratos is in this game. I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, I looked up what you have to do to fight him. Like, he's a completely hidden boss. Like, I was like, okay, that's that's cool. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's completely hidden. You have to do a bunch of you have to do certain things to activate him. I actually like the fact that the Battletoads are in the Xbox version of that more because that's like, oh, <laughs> oh they got cool. you. You're recognizing these guys still exist. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a fair hurt. No one else is, so. <laughs> one of them was in Killer Instinct. Kind yeah. of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, Are the different skins in Killer Instinct the three other toads? Or? Oh, there's only know. three toads. <laughs> I forget Killer Instinct came out. I never played Battletoads. So. Uh, you want to play a difficult game, there's one for you. I'm thinking <laughs> of Ninja Turtles. I'm so dumb. Okay, yeah, let's three Battletoads. <laughs> yeah, that's all four. That's Turtles. more combat. Uh, no, not more. Injustice 2, I think. Right? Oh, yeah. God damn, everyone got more Secret Fighters. I can't remember. It's one of them. It was Injustice 2. Okay. So the kind of... <laughs> wow, that was... We went full circle there. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, that's the thing with Kratos. Like, I mean, who, you know, I remember this game came out. I wanted, I, I remember being excited for it because I, I actually just cared about games like, when they just came out. Now I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll see it in 10 years. And like, I remember it being a big deal. I feel like this was probably a Game Informer cover at one point. It had to be like everything with this game just looked epic for my high school brain. We're like, oh, I get to kill things. And oh, this looks awesome. And it, it does fit that hack and slash. Like, I mean, I was happy to say when I played this, you know, in 2023, it was still fun just to kill things. Like, it still is a fun hack and slash game with cool combos. And just, to, I mean, it still stands out. It's And it still looked good for a PS2 game. That's, I mean, that's probably the most better than fun. You. The most fun the game has to offer is just mindlessly killing things. It's whenever it tries to do anything beyond that, that it starts to get wishy-washy. I think the problem going back to this game in 2023 is the fact that there are so many 
better controlling games of this genre, <laughs> including other God of War games, that it's hard to go back to the first one expecting to play like, oh, Devil May Cry or Bayonetta or God of War 3 or something like that. But it, it's it's a lot stiffer. It's like early Resident Evil in that sense. Mm-hmm. And like, sure. like you mentioned, doing like platforming and stuff is not as intuitive <laughs> as it should be. But the story is is what drink at least for me drove me back to replay is the story is just so good i I think we all landed somewhere around this feels exactly like what you would expect a 2005 ps2 game to feel like see it helps when you never played bayonetta and you haven't played double may cry in a while and you never played really any other god of war stuff for extension it helps then it doesn't feel as dated that that's true when you're stuck in a different year apparently so wait till till you get to the devil may cry and bayonetta games (laughs) I played some Devil May Cry, but it's been a long time. So I well, like no Devil way. May Cry one and two are very stiff too. Like they're yeah. the same thing. Devil May Cry three is a little better. Four and five, I think five especially is amazing. Five is really good. Yeah, but Bayonetta is the same. Like Bayonetta is fluid. Like you play Bayonetta, you're like, oh my god, I it's hard to go back. I, I do really want to play that, but I think sometimes it helps that I haven't played newer games. So when I go back to some of these older ones, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I don't know any better. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you, with your emulation, Mike, did you emulate the PS2 version or the PS3 remaster? Uh, just the PS2 version. Okay. Because I didn't want to screw around with the PS3 version. I only played fair. the PS3 version. I should have. I mean, I have it actually you know, next to me. I just didn't want to load up my PS3 again. I already did that for Infamous 2. I didn't want to do that again. <laughs> I wanted to play this in the Steam Deck, and I went through a lot of trouble to get this to run on the Steam Deck, and then not... Because I my flash drive couldn't, I had to reformat my flash drive because it was too big of a game. Because this is a fucking huge ass PS2 game, by the way. So, just <laughs> crazy considering like <clears throat> there's only like really two environments <laughs> or like two <laughs> big locations just in different areas of it. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, mostly one location. You're mostly. I mean, I yeah, you're right. Pandora could not Athens, yeah. believe how much of this fucking game takes place in the Pandora Temple. Like, yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Which, like, when I, when I went, you know, when I played it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember, like, you know, there's a lot of different environments, and you go to a lot of different places, and it's like, oh, oh no, you just spend, you know, four hours in Pandora's <laughs> Temple going through different rooms. <laughs> like, it takes place, I don't know, somewhere around the halfway point, but I still feel like you play, you spend half of the game there. It's insane. You do. I, I, yeah. I want to say you definitely do in Pandora's, because there's so much stuff in there. There's so many different challenges that they make, Trials. and just... They they pad that. Oh, uh, for sure. And then the end of the Pandora's Temple is just insult to injury too. It's like after all of that. <laughs> yeah. But I want I want to talk about the the ship level first, which was the one that was like showcased in the trailers and the demos, and I think might be like one of the just the coolest parts of this game is the like you start off on a ship and you're I don't know why you're on the ship again. I don't remember what the reasoning was. <laughs> I didn't uh, pay attention to the story. I, I think you're you're coming back from some battle. Because we need a big set piece opening for a game. Honestly, it's one of the better like uh, video game openings. I think. Oh, yeah. Like it just it just puts you in the action right away. It it pretty much sold me on the rest of the game. Like, holy crap, that was a blast! Is the rest of the game going to be like this? And the answer is n- no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we put all our money up front, and we put our coolest moment up front. So that way, if you don't get very far, you still get the coolest moment. I hate when games do that. <laughs> me too. Because when I start a game, I'm usually almost always committed to it to the end, just because I have a weird yeah, weirdness well, yeah. in a podcast. Well, you can take this one off your Games of Love on Bingo card, because I'm going to bring up Alone in the Dark 2008. That opening <laughs> sequence of that is actually pretty cool. 
And then, yeah, the rest of the game is just a fucking mess. <laughs> this game still holds... I mean, it's still fun, the rest of it, but yes. I'm like, well... Oh, yeah. It's just, like, I, I feel- I'll, I'll save it for, for uh, the end, but I can definitely see why 2 is everyone's favorite, because this feels like the blueprint for what could have been great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like on the ship when you uh, need that key from the captain... And he's like in the Hydra, and he's like, you came back for me! And Kratos is like, I did not come back for you. <laughs> he just drops him. <laughs> it's so good. Well, Kratos is such an asshole, though. Like, he just yeah. doesn't give a shit. Exactly. That's nobody. why kids, you know, whether you be an elementary, middle, high school, or even college kid, you, you almost related to him. Like, you, you thought he was cool, because you know, mid-2000s, that was it. That was like the angst. Huh? It was the, the don't give a shit edge that's yeah. so edgy like that he was he was really the personification of edgy and i was like oh i can relate that's awesome <laughs> same same here the shadow of the hedgehog came out yeah but, <laughs> case in point that's funny Ed, edgy was was big at that age or that that uh era yeah that for better or for worse for <laughs> but just everything with the hydra like how you keep fighting the hydra as you're going across the ship and like it's such an epic freaking fight like everything with that ship is just super cool and does a great job of teaching you the game like it definitely is got to be the best moment of this game like you don't even realize it's a hydra at first because you're fighting the heads one at a time and it's not until you get to the boss battle at the end and they all come together holy crap yeah it's it really stands out and i mean again it's that video game thing and i i I mean i like that they did that because it does get you in the mood i mean i i definitely agree that i felt like yeah this this is the best part of the game (laughs) because i was getting I was getting a little bored at at a t- at times with this game. I was like, eh, but it was still fun enough. You mean that, you that, went glued to your seat when you were walking through the desert looking for three sirens? Oh my god! <laughs> oh god, that oh, that was bad. That probably killed Mike because he had to play with the sound on. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh no, but I had other issues with that part. But we'll I we'll get there right. At, we'll get there. The, but, the yeah, one I, part I about the I'll there right now. My issue with that part was I. I think I I walked past I kept I kept hearing her but I couldn't find her I don't know if my game glitched where I had to reload it and then I could find her so I was running around for a while I'm like where the hell is she and I just could not find her <laughs> so yeah I just reloaded it and then as soon as I saw her I just hit her and then I was good it's not great no I, I mean there the, the uh, one problem I have with the Hydra fight as awesome as it is the whole the whole opening set piece is it it set a precedent for future God of War games where they ha- they always felt like they had to one up each other. That opening scene had a one-up the previous game. Oh, yeah. And is, is it two that you're like fighting the Colossus right at the beginning? Yeah, two is the Colossus, yeah. and three you're climbing up the Olympus and the the giants and all that stuff. And wow. uh, it, it was like always like the set piece just got bigger and bigger, and I, I felt like it it was it was done for spectacle, not for story. And uh, yeah, to me, that took it that. out. It was like I know what you're doing. You're doing this big opening thing, and then the story's gonna come to this giant climax, and then something's gonna happen, and it's gonna quiet down and go slowly build back up and it's like it's the same like pattern over and over and over repeated and you don't see it if you only play the first game but as you play the series you're like all right come on we're doing this we're going through the motion <laughs> you know and, and when it's a when it's a, a short game it's not so bad like you know you play with Mega Man x like it has an opening level then you get to the you know selection where you get to pick the robot masters that's fine that that's what you expect it's a shorter game that's the experience but when you're talking a, a 20 30 hour narrative story as they they definitely go longer and longer each entry it's just like really we're going through the yep, all right it's it's the 10 hour mark here's where this is going to happen it becomes start, starts to get predictable a little bit i don't know if i'd like that like one thing i liked that this game is just it's just long enough 
Yeah. Like, it didn't overstay its welcome. You know, I got to play a, a, a fun action, you know, beat em up game. I had it moments. I had annoying platforming, but it was just long enough. And I think I beat this game in like two days. This is one of those one of those games that I think I would like to have been a little more linear. Just so you want to just one. yeah, just set pieces, big battles and then move on, move on. I would disagree that it isn't overstay its welcome because the aforementioned Pandora Temple <laughs> like Cut that thing in half, put another location for Kratos to travel to, mix it up a little bit, because my god, this game loves the color brown, tan, whatever. But that's also early, that's also the, the, the timing of the <laughs> yeah. year, I think, too. That's like we said, not ink the time, it's, gray, you know. still, it's still there, though, how many games even today are brown scale, gray scale, yes. like, like they're afraid of color, like, oh, lack well, of color means mature, color means kitty. And it's like, no, you could have mature with, with color and you could have gritty with, with, with color and you could also have chill, childish with uh, gray. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely that edgy, edgy color scheme. Red is used too. A lot of red. No, they do like a red. Lot red. A lot of red. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it is cool how like you get bits and pieces of the story. Like you eventually find out that Kratos killed his family and that's why he hates. So that's why he's after Ares because Ares tricked him into murdering his daughter and wife and he has their ashes on his body. And that's why he's pale white with red tattoos. Which is just well, like the red tattoos I mean, you find out later on, like in another game, why he has those. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's actually you have to play the PSP game. One of the PSP games to find out that reason. <laughs> that's funny. But that was like, you know, when I played this in high school, I was like, that blew my mind. That little story bit where I was like, oh, his family is grafted to his body like that's i'd be i'd be depressed too if yeah. that happened same when i was when i played this in 05 i thought okay that's pretty you know now i'm like eh, whatever <laughs> but, <laughs> a constant reminder of what he did yeah yeah I, I didn't i forgot that it was aries that tricked him into doing it i thought it was a different god that made him do it but it was aries i just it's been a while not a whole lot of gods even referenced in this you no, know because this You're, game is much more contained. I feel cause I I want to say it's three when you get to all the gods, right? Yeah, three has a lot. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I can't. I don't think you even fight. I don't remember anything about Ascension. Like I can't remember what you fight. Nothing. <laughs> My, I think one one problem I do have with, and it's not necessarily this game. It's more the series and going into two and three. Is I feel like this game again the same preset that they set up is they have this ultimate, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about the ending, but it has like such a good ending and a good ending part that when you finish the game, you're like, I can't wait to see where they go. And I feel as good of a game as 2 is, they didn't capitalize on it because it's just like he kind of like tosses what he gets away and like, all right, yeah, no, that, we're not doing that anymore. I'm like, wait, but that was such a good setup. And the same thing at the end of 2 for me. Like I was like, oh, I can't wait for 3, and then 3 opening scene, and it tosses that whole premise away. And I'm like... <sighs> Why you have this great setups? It's like like setting up Thanos and then killing him in the first uh -huh. five seconds of the movie and moving on. And it's like, well, wait, wait a minute, what? What you set up this big bad and you, but but, but like ah, uh, and I feel like what? this game had a, such a good setup going forward that it's was wasted. Funny you mentioned Thanos because my first thought when you said that was uh, Ultimate Alliance ends with the stinger of Galactus coming back. And then Ultimate Alliance 2, it's just a throwaway line that you can get if you talk to Thor in this one particular part. Like, oh, hey, tell us how you beat Galactus. Like, oh, no, that's boring. Let's do anything else but that. Oh, I hate <laughs> oh, that. Man. Like, if you're going to do a, a cliffhanger, you got to pay it off. 
And while this didn't give a cliffhanger ending, it gives a setup ending. It was right. like the whole thing is like, wow, now Kratos is God of War. What are we going to do with that interesting premise? Now he's one of the gods. And they throw it away at the beginning of two. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, that's such a cool premise. Yeah, I never played two, so I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. He, he literally throws it away. He's like, I don't want to be a god anymore. It. And I'm like, what? But the, the, that, you could do so much. You could literally walk up to Zeus at this point. You're a god. Nope. You could imagine playing as a god. The developer said I'm too OP. I have to get rid of my powers. So I got to Metroid this shit. <laughs> well, yeah, there I, I started to immediately after this game because I love to. There's a bit more story set up as to why he uh, abandons godhood. Yeah, <laughs> there's just story like set up. Ah, I don't care about being a god anywhere. Like there's there's a bit more uh, into that. There's there's story set up, but the developers chose to do that. But you have this great yes. setup at the end of one where you're now a god. Think of the things the writers could have done with it. And instead, they opted to do virtually nothing with it and toss it away. There's reasons for it, of course, but they could have played with that premise more. He could have still tossed it away later on. But right. it's like right in the beginning of the game. And I'm like, what? But that, And I did the same thing. I beat one and I went right to two. So <laughs> I need to go hardcore because I got the PS3 collection so i was like oh one, one and two let's do it yeah and i feel like the whole setup of the first game is wasted on that and it almost makes the first game to me feel lesser because it's like all the things you're doing don't, don't matter anymore because it's it's all gonna be tossed away like, you kill aries like that's the only thing that really matters <laughs> and also the ending to this one made me uh laugh because it shows like it's like oh and kratos was god of war for years and years and it shows like the Iraq War. <laughs> like he had a hand in like starting the Iraq War. And I was like, that's kind of bold. <laughs> that is bold. Oh, you know, so if I you, catch you, that. You, you might be surprised dead. to know that I did not start two after this. It's usually my stick, or I immediately played the sequel after we play a game for the show. I didn't either. Well, no, you I, always have something else to do. No, I, I didn't jump right into my next game, but yeah. I also didn't want to. I oh, wow. um, I learned my lesson after I played Uncharted one through three. Yeah. One after another before I started this podcast, and I will never do that again. I got so burned out with three. I don't know if three sucked or I just was fucking tired of Uncharted. See, yeah. I yeah. I did I did that with Uncharted. I, I love doing marathons like that personally. I did I did one to four and Lost Legacy back to back, and nice. I thought three was was amazing. I loved three more than way more than two. I thought two was overhyped personally. But for me, the thing that changes when you do things like that is when it goes to a new system. It it's jarring. Like Uncharted four. Uh, which was my favorite, the controls are different than one to three. So when you do so many hours back to back and then the controls switch on you. And I think that's probably going to be similar if you do God of War one, two and three back to back. And especially if you do four and five right after that, controls are yeah. very different. I just I can't personally. I, that's why I, after that time, I just I stay away from doing that. But I mean, I don't know. I get I get too burned out on a on a type of game. Like even before even before this podcast, I used to play all these different type of games. Like if I play a beat em up type game. I'd want to play something different, like a shooter or an, or, an, or an RPG or something different. I can't play the same genre over and over again, right? I get burned out, I've noticed, personally. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. But with this game, like you, the whole premise is after you have the, the ship, you go to Athens because Ares is destroying Athens and Athena is asking you, because I guess you're working for Athena now, after you find out Ares betrayed you back then. I mm -hmm. guess that's what the story is. Yeah. You're helping Athena. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're in Athens a decent amount of time, but, I mean, after... Going through Pandora, I was like, I'm ready to go back to Athens now. <laughs> like, I'm tired of this place. <laughs> I don't want any more in this stupid place. And you know what um, they say? Screw you, you're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly. 
That was a good part. Oh, that was a good too part. briefly, though. I wish there was more of that. Funny yeah. you spend less time in Hades than you spend in the temple. You spend less time in... I mean, it's a very small part. The temple is the real hell. The, the, the say, hell we yeah. made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Athens wasn't too bad. It. I also missed an ability in this game for a little bit, because I, I didn't go down a hallway, and I got confused and had to look up a video where you get the Zeus power-up, where you can then throw a lightning bolt. I completely missed that at first. Oh, Somehow. yeah, you need that. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you really, really do. So you probably did, oh. like, some laps on the rooftops of Athens. I did, yeah. I was like, am I missing something? And I, when I went back, I'm like, oh, I didn't go this way. Oops. Who's getting <laughs> his did. cardio in? I did a lot of wondering where to go at several points in the game. And it was like, because a lot of it's just not intuitive. Like, there's a point, I think it's when you're leaving Athens, and there's this big pit in the road, and you have to swing on this rope to get over it. Oh, yeah. But the rope is barely on screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I had to pull up a video or a walkthrough or something. It's like, jump on the rope. I'm like, what fucking rope? What are you talking about? And I go and it's like an inch hanging down the top of my screen. I'm like, oh, yeah. my it's God, like we're doing this. one pixel wide, too. And it like, <laughs> blends God. in with the background. Yeah. Yes, too, for you. You know, things like the that. era when games were made a certain way, too. Mm. Like, they weren't as friendly as stuff would be in the 360 era. Things like that are where you look at quality of life improvements, like yeah. pushing a button and having like a line draw where you're supposed to go. <laughs> you don't have to use it, but it's very helpful when you get frustrated as opposed to quitting and going, screw this, I've ran around the roofs enough times. Like, I could probably right. do proofing work. Like just pushing a button and being able to say, oh, I go this way. It would be so, so helpful. And that's why more games do that now. But it's also a product of the time where it's like, hey, you're not going to get assistance. You get good, as they say. <laughs> I think I complain about it on every episode I'm on anymore, but we're so spoiled today. Oh, like, yeah. uh-huh. going back to these old games is such a coin flip whether it's going to be a nightmare or not. It just, I mean, that's also one reason why, like, I, I mean, I would, I like cheating too, because I feel like it helps me give my quality of life part that I need for older games. So I played on the PS3 collection as well, and I really hated that to open up doors, you had to mash R2 because the PS3 doesn't have like any. Uh, support back there for those <laughs> buttons, so I felt like I was gonna break my controller just trying to open a fucking door. <laughs> it's like, <"Rah!"> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's also the time. This is so. This is. I want to say. I, I know people have said this before, and I was reading it. I'm gonna read it later. But isn't like this one of the big games that really starts off the quick time event thing? Nature. Yeah, it was like at it's the forefront. Definitely one that's most associated with it. But I, they weren't like they weren't. Because I remember a bunch of quick time events, but they weren't like too egregious. Uh, a lot of them just popped up when you were fighting like bigger enemies. Like there wasn't any, like you know, when you're fighting Medusa, like, Minotaur. Yeah, you know, like when you're like fighting Bob. bosses, they're not like popping up so you can do a bunch of damage to them. Really, I think this is the game. Uh, you know, feel that most people feel responsible for it because it was the biggest game that incorporated it. And there's a lot of copycat games when it, when there's a big title. And God of War had copycats. And because God of War did do quick-time events, other games that copycatted it also did quick-time events, thinking uh-huh. that was part of the successful formula, even though that was not part of the successful right. formula. Oh, boy, did it have copycats. Like, everything from Ghost Rider to Nightmare Before Christmas. or Even Castlevania got in on it. Yep. Yeah. But Castlevania was, like, a little better for it. I like Lords of Shadow. Yeah, I'll, I'll forgive Lords of Shadow for taking that combat system, because it worked well. I, I, I like quick time events in games. Like I, I'm okay. except for the ones that happen during the cutscene when you're trying to eat chicken and Krauser's yeah. talking, and all of a sudden you die. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I don't like that one. Other <laughs> than that, 
I don't mind them. I think if it's established early that there's going to be quick time events, it has to be established early because, like, like you said, Mike, there's the worst part is where you get a big cutscene, you put down the controller, and you're like watching and you're enjoying, and suddenly you have to push a button and you die because you're like, wait, crap! I put down the controller. I wasn't expecting yeah, that, that. Like <laughs> that happened to me so, back when that game came out, and I still make I still make that joke. I was eating chicken. I remember that. Like I remember eating chicken, and all of a sudden, Krauser killed me. I'm like, what? I thought it was a cutscene. I was trying to eat. You know. So yeah, I'll never forgive that. <laughs> That game is real egregious about it because it changes the buttons that you have to push too. It's not uh-huh. the same each time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Like this wasn't bad. Like I didn't. I mean, okay, the doors were a little bit annoying. Like I could, I would have rather not had that. But all the combat stuff was fine. I don't mind. I kind of like quick time events sometimes. They're kind of fun just to have them. And you don't have to use them in the combat. No, no you can just bait them out. And just it's the cutscene quick time events that are more annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but god! I uh, I posted this in the group chat while we're all playing the game, but I love that when you go to like stab a minotaur, or rip a gorgon head off, they always like slide on their back to rotate, so they're always <laughs> in the same position. <laughs> so dumb looking, I love it. Yeah, it's, I I didn't really even notice it. I think I noticed it once or twice. I was just killing things quickly because they only had the one animation and they had to use it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the. The minotaurs, you shove your blades of chaos right in their mouth. Like, here you go. I swear, oh. it's harder in this one than it is in, like, the other games to do that. I don't know why, but the first few I failed because I wasn't pushing circle fast enough. You do have to push kind of fast, and my Steam Deck didn't really appreciate that. Yeah. That my Steam was like, mind. what are you doing? <laughs> it was any time they tried to get you to rotate the stick that I really had issues. Mm. It's not super precise. Yeah, I lost a couple fights to that. Well, also, Nate, what difficulty did you play this on? Oh, I played on super duper duper easy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I I was going for the platinum because like anytime I revisit a game, I'll look at my trophy list if it's available, and then I go, oh, I could just uh, I could get the platinum while I replay this. <laughs> and uh, the main the main game you can do like a glitch and get infinite magic. So I did that, and that made it way easy until the very final boss. But the worst part of getting that platinum is the challenge of the gods. Where I spent like four hours doing that, and I was gonna lose my mind. <laughs> That's too much. See, it sucked. <laughs> I this was one of the the first games I got for the PS3 because I got the Black Friday 2009 bundle, which came with this and Little Big Planet. Uh, nice. So that's when I got my PS3 and I didn't play God of War on PS2, so I played it on PS3. It was my first game. I'm like, oh, nice. I was looking forward to playing it. And I loved the trophies because I was a beginner achievements and until I beat the game and I got the trophy and I went back and I, the game glitched on me and didn't give me one of the trophies for beating oh. one of the bosses, oh. even though I beat the game. So I don't have that trophy, but I have the beating game. Like, how does it work? And that's when I'm like, you know what? Trophies were cool. Trophies are dead to me now. Like, screw you. I was robbed <laughs> in the first game I played. <laughs> so I just I just finished 100 percent of Watch Dogs Legion this morning and I had put on too much work to not do it at that point, to not get the platinum. Yeah. Four different trophies bugged for me. It required extreme measures of saving the game, saving it to the Ubisoft cloud, reloading it. It's like, I have to do Uh, this. I have to, I need to be done with this. I've I've gone too far. I I get what you're saying though. Like I was, it was the sunk cost fallacy when I'm on like challenge six of challenge of the gods. And if you quit out, you have to start over. I was like, I'm too far in. (laughs) Like I I just need to see this through. (laughs) I loaded up challenge of the God once. I'm like, Nope, I'm good. (laughs) So what is the challenge of the gods? I didn't even, I don't mess with other things. Usually games like big arena fights. 
Yeah, it's like 10 rooms, basically, and there's different objectives that you have to do. So the first the first room is you have to knock enemies off of the platform, but you can't act like if you kill them, you just immediately fail. So you can't kill any of them. You have to do like uh, I ended up using grab moves uh, because they had shield. So it would just push them back. And then the final the final one is you have to kill enemies to make a platform rise that you're standing on and it's uh two satyrs and then a bunch of the cerberus pups and they will just like they'll knock you off mid combo like i was trying to aerial attacks they'll like hit you in the middle of the air and then you just go flying off the edge it was it was tough but (laughs) i somehow did it and then i never looked back impressive yeah no thank you anytime i hear coliseum type stuff where it's like you know round after round after round in any type of any game that's not an rpg i'm like yeah that's nice bye I think yeah. the worst part is that you couldn't, like, I couldn't leave. Like, once I was locked in, you can't, like, you know, leave and come back. Like, you were just stuck in there. Like, you couldn't turn the console off. That's a quality <laughs> of life improvement that needs to happen. Well, they fixed it in two. In two, you can save in between the challenges, which was very nice. But, yeah. And this is early. I mean, this game probably was in development for years, too, so. And yeah, if it's that time, I mean, that's why, like, like Mike said earlier, that's why it's hard sometimes to go back to these old because of just the quality of life stuff. Like, it, it, it can be difficult. Yeah, I mean, that's like this, this era, as we find out more and more in this show, this those early two thousand <laughs> ones are mm-hmm. it's really hard. Such a minefield. <laughs> there's some really great games. There's some really trash games. Like, Real that you trash. Think we're good. This is one of those examples too, where it sucks when a game is trapped on older systems. Uh, and, and, you know, if you want to play God of War right now, you PS2 or, you know, PS3 or you emulate it like Mike. Or so you if, can subscribe to Sony's $120 uh, yeah, streaming tier. Screw, screw streaming. God, it's on there. Yeah, yeah it is. Is like, that even work? I've heard a lot of people complain about that. Uh, that it worked. I played I started playing Alone in the Dark on there because I always liked the idea that you could look in your inventory by opening your jacket. And it was, it was fine. Like it, it worked fine, but I had my uh, PS five, like with an ethernet cable to my modem. So he means yeah. the streaming worked fine, not the game working fine. Cause I get, yeah, no, I couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> but that depends trash. on where the area is too. I mean, the problem is streaming is not consistent regardless yeah. of where you are. So, but what I'm saying is like, if they brought this and they were smart capitalizing on Ragnarok brought a collection of the first six games, like put them all on PS4, PS5, and did those quality of life improvements. Did like like the Metroid Prime remake, or you know that they just did on on the Switch, where they fixed the controls and they made made it even better. They took a fantastic game and made it better. If they did that with like God of War One, I think that would be fantastic. And like the arena, like that prime example, being able to save, being able to leave and come back, stuff like that. Uh, the pushing a button to have a little line to help you out. Like I think. They would actually elevate it because, like, like if you look at the Metroid Prime reviews now, sites are giving it a ten. They're like, you know, not only was it a great game, but this was a fantastic remake. And if they did that treatment to the God of War one, two, at least one and two, I think that would be phenomenal. And mm-hmm. it, it begs it. I mean, it's two thousand five, so you're we're coming up on twenty years, right? Eighteen years out. God, that is a long time. Like, like that's a let's let's bring it back in for the newer generation. Let's and they, they, I'm surprised they haven't because they could capitalize on Ragnarok right now 
and they're just i feel like they're not doing it but instead they could make you pay 120 dollars to have streaming <laughs> and put it on there and it's still the ps2 version i think right not even the ps3 version uh no it's the ps3 oh is it the ps3 version? yeah it's okay. the ps3 collection well that's good at least i mean yeah. at least they did that but I wouldn't but, be surprised. But how well do you think a collection of like a revamped God of War 1 and 2 with the PS4 version of God of War 3, Ascension, and the PS3 versions of Ghost of Sparta and Chains of Olympus all together, that would be amazing. And put it oh, out yeah. PC too. It would, it, would sell, it would sell well too because like, I mean, no no big spoilers for Ragnarok, but like they, they reference stuff that happens in the game, but they don't walk you through yeah. like... You know, they don't walk you through like, okay, and then I was on a boat, you know, and, like I docked in Athens and Athena was like, you must stop my brother Ares. Like, well, that, I, you know what, that was one of those things too with the, like when God of War 4 came out, because I'll forever call it God of War 4, uh, because it was, um, yeah. they don't reference the first three games nearly as much. It was like, we're trying to do a clean break. And mm. then they do Ragnarok and Ragnarok's like, oh no. We're backtracking on that. The first games all exist. We're going to reference them. We're going to reference Chains of Olympus. We're going to re- reference Ghost of Sparta. We're, you know, we're going to reference all those things. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for actually being God of War 5 and not whatever 4 <laughs> was trying to be. Because I, there's I a, think it's, it's a story. It continues. I feel like, because like God of War 4 has like ties to the older games. But yeah, they don't really make reference. And I think that's because they were kind of stuck with like, well, do we need to play the other games? And what yeah. do you, you know, what do you tell people? Like, yeah, you should. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> but that only alienated the fans because they're yeah. like, well, we want to see the continuation of Kratos. This is a new Kratos. What happened between what? You know, and I think Five or Ragnarok is really backpedaled on that to please the fans and can capitalize on all the new fans they they got in with the fourth game. And now would be a perfect time. Hey, here's a giant collection of the first six games. They're all playable again, so you don't need to hook up multiple different systems <laughs> that you know that that there aren't backwards compatible and and capitalize on it, make money on it. Uh, you know, Nintendo did it with Mario with the 3D All Stars collection, and it made bank. It's only eight million physical copies. Yeah, but they shouldn't take Mario's or Nintendo's approach to that and only make it available <laughs> for a certain time. <laughs> oh, like, that yes. that no, that was stupid. That <laughs> what, was stupid. what was the point of that anyway? No. Like I don't Fumbo. get that. Uh, FOMO, but it worked on me because I immediately bought it when it came out. So. I wanted it, I was... and when I saw that, I immediately said, "I'm not buying this shit." So everyone yeah. bought, like people bought it to play, like myself, and a ton of people bought it speculating it's going to be worth money because it's a limited print. In quotes, every game ever released physically is a quote limited print because yeah. no game is printed forever. They may print a thousand copies, they may print a hundred million copies, but it still eventually stops being <laughs> printing. So it, no, in they're that, still because, making copies of Beautiful Joe out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that one I wouldn't. I would believe you on. Henshin a go go baby. Um, but it, but it, that's why it sold eight million because so many people were like, oh, I'm gonna, this is gonna be rare. And you know what? It's not. You can get tons of physical copies. Or there's I, eight million of them out there. Pretty sure yeah. I still see fi- new physical copies in stores. Yeah, every now yeah. And then. yeah. I, I have to. I just don't. I just don't care enough. The only game I want on there is Galaxy. I will tell you, Galaxy is the only game worth playing in that collection. That's not I mean, true I, at all. No, what are you talking about? I played Sunshine. I played 64 in the show. I played. I played through 64, and that was like I have very fond memories of 64, and that game shattered all of my memories of having fun as a child. It did not age as well. I agree with that, but Sunshine's still fantastic. Sunshine is. The only reason I want a Galaxy on there is because I think they made Galaxy where I can play with controllers and don't need to pull out my damn Wiimotes ever again in my life. 
Maybe. They called it Super Mario Sunshine because you play five hours of it and then you're like, I'd rather see real sunshine. <laughs> Mount, Mount Corona, aptly named, is the worst level ever in, in a, any Mario game. <laughs> uh, but oh, back to. <laughs> I think I want to bring up War Yeah, like. I wonder if they're not doing the God of War collection because of those two new games and how different they are compared to the old ones. It's possible. But still, it's it's easy. You know, it's easy money. And at the same time, you know, so there are some people who don't like ports, right? They go, oh, this is just a port of an old game. Who cares? But for generations, you're, you're talking 18-year-old games now. You know, there's there's people who are graduating high school that weren't even alive when God of War came out at this point, which is so weird to say. Yeah, <laughs> I feel so old saying it, but it's real. <laughs> the you, 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 a lot, and a lot of them don't care. You put a PS2 in front of them, they're going to be like, "What? I don't want this." So to be able to have easy access and not spend one hundred and twenty dollars for for streaming ability, but to actually have easy access to play some of these great games, it's a good thing. And if you've already played it, you don't want to play it again. Fine, don't play it again. But the the industry doesn't revolve around you. There's so many people I mean, that have just never touch these games and putting it on pc will also open up your audience yes. too to people and like yeah because yeah. I, mean, I know god of war 2018 is on pc now yeah exactly so sony's starting to do that they're starting to release on pc too it's like please do because it's a different it's a different audience i mean i don't even i've completely become a pc gamer at this point i like, i still have consoles but i have no interest at all in ps5 or series x but because i just pc now it's weird i i, I think I think more and more we need ports because of aging hardware, aging, you know, systems. Yeah. And there there are certain games as these shops close, right? The 3D 3DS shop is closing. The Wii U shop is closing, uh, you know, at the time of this recording. There are games that are digital only on those systems that never got ported. And they're yeah. gone. Like when those close, they're gone. All the time and effort coding, you, you can't go and just replay them. And that sucks. That really sucks. There should be a way to access them. We sh- we need to have games legal, you know. a legal way to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a legal way. I know, Mike. You're waiting for your foothold. <laughs> I was. Well, well, you know what? Sometimes with those systems, though, even emulation doesn't doesn't work right. No, like DS games, I, like DS, 3DS. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that stuff that I'm never gonna. I mean, you couldn't because it's just you would have to wire a setup that just you know that that doesn't work exactly. So to be able to have those games ported to work with like they did with skyward sword right you know the, they had the wiimote and some people didn't like that that you had to use the motion control and then they did it with the switch where you could play it with the pro controller and a lot of people were able to play that game for the first time and that's what we need we need updated versions of these classic games with some quality of life and and move on and they don't even have to touch the graphics like the, the ps3 version take the ps3 version because it already exists and just Is do it the cleaner quality. looking then i'm assuming yes much okay that's so. cool yeah yeah, they did. They they remastered it for PS3. So that already exists. They have that code. Just take that, bring it to PS4 or 5 and PC and do some quality of life improvements. Put the saga all together. And, and even though, you know, Ascension may be boring, put it there, too, for people to see how boring <laughs> it is. But at least it gives it a second life. Um, I think Bluepoint even did those remasters for PS3. And like Blue Point's on fire with. I mean, even or just just port the PS, just port the PS3 stuff. Like, I even be okay with that. Well, all yeah, or Origins uh, and there's the the collection, the Origins Ascension are all PS3, and then God of War three got a PS4 port, so they could just use that PS4 port. Which again was stupid when that came out. Why wasn't that a trilogy? Why did you just bring three over? (laughs) Why not one, two, and three? Again, it's like Sony hates money. I don't know. 
<laughs> Sony, <laughs> like Nintendo. Yeah, yeah Nintendo is worse with that. I'm, I'm, I used to be a big Nintendo fan. I, I'm really not anymore, just because of their business practices bother me. Yeah, because I'm a cheap bastard, and there's no cheap bastard with Nintendo. So, well, they are raising all their employees' salaries, so I wouldn't oh, call that's them good. cheap. They're okay, actually they're doing something good. And their CEO is the only CEO I know of that took a 50% pay cut when a product failed just to make, you know, so the company didn't hurt. Yeah, the um, only, he's the only CEO, I mean, that ever would. Not- <laughs> so, so I wouldn't call them cheap bastard. I would call them stingy in the sense of technology. And I would say that they don't always make the smartest business decisions, but they also make business decisions that no one else would think of that make them billions and billions oh, no, of dollars. I mean, they, they're a profitable company. They're not like they need. I just, I just don't like that. I can't wait to buy a game. Like, oh, I'll just buy it a couple of years later. Like, I'll get to it. It'll be cheap. And it, it <laughs> never gets cheap. And it bothers. That's a personal no. problem. Not well. I mean, even some of the things like Tropical Freeze. I felt it should have included returns as well. Done a two pack and Pikmin Three should have had one, two, and three. The same with like God of War Three. The, like just make collections at this point. You already have older <laughs> games. Make it accessible to everybody. But I wonder I if there's it. data out there to support that. Like, if you bring over like a trilogy of games, uh, people will just like hop around in it. You know what I mean? Like they'll start one and then they'll be like, "Oh, I'd rather just go play two and then they play part of two and then they're like, "Actually, I'll just play the third one." So I wonder mm. if there's like a little bit of data to support like, well, you know, if we do that, you know, the player investment isn't worth it. I, I mean, don't think care. so. I don't think so because they you know, like Uncharted had a trilogy and then they brought that over to PS3. Oh, like uh, PS4, I mean, and they, yeah, and also PC. De- yeah, PC Devil May Cry did a trilogy. You know, HD one, two, and three for PS2. Hey, what about the Infamous trilogy? Inf- yeah, I wish they would. That's stuck. <laughs> Fix that first game. Yeah, <laughs> first game. It's on a floppy disk. <laughs> oh. it off. So we got a war. You also have a few different like abilities that you get that you have. The, I want to connect. This. Uh, you have the thunderbolt. You have your main Wait, weapon. What, what, which thunderbolt? Because you get oh, you, you get, get two. Yeah, you get the you Poseidon get Zeus's one. lightning and then you get Poseidon's lightning. Poseidon this doesn't light. make sense at all. They didn't know what to do, I guess. So, Nate, what did you since you had infinite magic? What were you using all the time? Oh, you were playing with uh, the heart. so I went with Poseidon's rage and then um you know that temple where the harpies infinitely respawn? Yes. Yeah, if you uh, level up Medusa's gaze to level two, you can instant freeze them, and you get a shit ton of orbs. Ooh. So uh, at that point, I'd leveled up like all of my stuff uh, that I had. But I mainly stuck with Poseidon's Rage and Medusa's gaze, and then didn't really use... What's the fourth one you get? Something uh, to do with Ar- Hades. Army of Hades. I was actually... It's pretty useful. I might, I might have used that a few times. It's too late in the game to get my interest like for me i use blades of, I, I maxed out blades of chaos same i maxed yeah. out poseidon's rage and i really just used that was all i used same i tried to use artemis's purple sword that you get from her but i just didn't care for it that thing is uh, that thing is so weird it's not well this game is very much about fast and and fast and range like that's just really how you how you're playing this game i mean the blades of chaos are very fast long-range weapons that i didn't feel the interest in using a slower weapon or less yeah. range weapon too yeah this is definitely one of those games where you kind of like find the things that you like and then lean on them heavily mm-hmm. for me it was uh you hold one of the shoulder buttons and you square and he like corkscrews through the air spinning the blades I'm like oh this is my go-to this yeah is- yep that one's rad i, I used never the did one that i used the one where you send enemies up into the air too uh l1 and x that one was really useful at the beginning and See, then I- uh 
There's one where he creates jibs in there and spins the blades forward as like a corkscrew. It's pretty right or uh, like a saw blade. I remember it now that you mentioned it, but I didn't do it in this playthrough. See, I did. I think this is one of those games where you do pick what playstyle works and you you kind of stick with those. But at the same time, I also feel kind of cheap when it's like, oh, this move kicks ass and I just keep spamming it. And then it's like, well, can can the enemies just like not, just die now at the point? Because that's all they're doing. Like, just not waste my time and let me go to the next location. Because you know, it's like almost like I'm cheating like a fighting game. It's like, stop using the same move. It's like, yeah, so that's all I'm doing. It works. <laughs> but I'm broke. Don't fix it. Oh, man. You mentioned that part of the infinite harpies. I didn't realize at first that the statues these you could move them to block where they're coming in because they're like raised up on another level i'm like oh that's just set dressing i can't do anything with those so i'm trying to make these stupid jumps and they keep knocking me off but the jumps themselves aren't great to begin with as we talked about earlier no the platforming isn't super great in this game no i do also i really like the idea that this like seasoned veteran of war like this uh living embodiment of hatred uh, when he walks on a plank, he sticks his arms out like he has to balance, you know. <laughs> As you do, he should, he should, oh. his rage should carry him across. Right? Yeah, he's like, Don't. I get over there, I'm gonna disembowel you. Did, oh, hold on. <laughs> and the PS3 has... ones, you've do they use a what is it six axis to, to control oh, his, yes. his balance? Fuck. No, thank God. No, thank God they don't. They did in, in Uncharted one and two. I think they used the six axis. It's so dumb. The thing does not work. Yeah. No, it it, it it's terrible. Especially if you make a you make a you make a dragon game where you have to use the six axis to fly around. Poor layer. Poor poor <laughs> factor five. They, they, they <sighs> I, I really want to play layer one day. I don't think they patched that, and I just have not played it yet. That's what happens when you leave a property like Star Wars and leave a company like Nintendo. You make Lair and you go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh, but the cutscenes in this game still hold up, even for like I, I felt like the PS2, like, especially the cop, like the comic book style ones where they're showing the past and everything's all bloody and it's showing you like what kind of warrior he was before he where he was going to die from a barbarian and then you know he called Ares and became Ares's slave essentially. <laughs> I was I love- so sick of seeing that barbarian. Though, like, they do that shot a lot where he, like, swings the blades and the barbarian's head flies off. They showed uh-huh. that scene, like, every chance they got. What's <laughs> what's funny is the bar like, they don't really talk much about the barbarian in quotes. But if you play previous, like, the PSP games, like, you find out the backstory more of him. <laughs> the PSP games are also after, are they after he already became the guy, became? No, they're before. Oh, before he found Ares? Yeah. Oh, well, Ares cool. is part of it, but but it's before he succumbs himself to Ares, right? Correct. Like the one talks about his brother and and why he's got the tattoos and all that stuff. And uh, goes to Sparta, I think, is when he's just a warrior, right? He's just in the Spartan army. So you don't have the Blades of Chaos, then? You do. You do, but it doesn't it, fit the story. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> they really just want the Disney route with don't you want to know the backstory of this one character from this one scene we're going to give him his own fucking movie and everyone's yeah. going to hate it well <laughs> a lot of it's also other studios right especially with the PSP like Ratchet right. and Clank got that Uncharted got that Jack and Dexter got that well not Uncharted yeah. I'm sorry Jack and Dexter is what I'm thinking of where they, they said here's another studio make a follow up because the main studio wants to move on and do other things here's Here's the cool thing about the God of War series, though, is they have like a bunch of behind the scenes like information out there. And uh, there is like an hour and a half 
interview with like David Jaffe and Corey Barlog and Stig who made three. And then one of the, the guy who directed the first PSP game. And I want to say that the guy who directed the first PSP game had like, like they would go to Sony Santa Monica and they're like, okay, here's what we want to do. And Sony Santa Monica was like, no, (laughs) 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 they're like this, this is what you can do. Like, you know, like you can do anything in this era and the rest, you just leave alone, please. Uh, back on these uh, the flashback cutscenes, it's nice to know that Kratos always lived by the practice of he couldn't he never met a problem he couldn't just stab in the face. It's just his solution to everything. <laughs> when in doubt. <laughs> uh, I, one thing I, I also thought was like that I thought was kind of funny looking back at it, like how close the the Pandora stuff is to Athens. Like they're so lucky that he just had to go through a small desert. He was you know not that far away from the temple. To wear Pandora's oh, convenience, of course. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it on? Isn't it on Kronos's back too? Yeah, yeah. Huh. <laughs> Who walking fight Kronos in three? Kronos was just in the area at the time. <laughs> just swung by. Well, you but, summon him. You go through the desert, then you blow the horn, and you summon him. Oh, that's and right. You go okay. on him, and I guess his punishment is to carry this gigantic, terrible maze dungeon on his back for his whole life. Yeah, we, we thought we spent a long time there. He lives there. <laughs> so sick of these fucking spike traps, man. <laughs> God, the, the Pandora's dungeon. I mean, that that does little gets a little like I was like, OK, this is a lot of this game. It's just lots of platforming and lots of puzzles and traps. And I was like, mm. I mean, it was still fun. I mean, I had a good time. It just it, it, it does take a while. And I had to look up one of the puzzles for moving the the walls around because i was not figuring i was missing something oh yeah i oh sorry go ahead go go ahead i was just gonna say when going in i was like the poseidon swimming challenges is the worst thing i really don't want to go back and do those but uh, i got to and those were fine and the problem i had with this playthrough is that room with all the saw blades and you have to pull the two levers in time and make it to the door yeah I failed that part like six times, and I was like, "This, this is actually the worst thing in this temple." I can't that wasn't, remember. That was a bad trap. I don't. Is, I don't remember if it's the temple or is it after the temple. The worst. The worst puzzle for me was the one you had to. You had to hit a button and jump across these blocks the to, moving to blocks. run into a door before it closes. That was the worst one for me. Yeah, in the game. Uh, I think that was in Hades. I want to say it's maybe. I don't know. It all kind of blends together. Yeah, Cell, but it might have been like leading after you come back from that. I can't remember exactly. But oh, one of the puzzles, or not really a well, kind of puzzle <laughs> in in the temple. I want to talk about the part you have to sacri- you have to grab a guy in a cage and sacrifice him, have him have him burned alive. Oh yeah, voiced by Rob Paulson. You, you just killed Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just funny because it's like I mean, again, it's just there to show you that Kratos don't give a shit at all. But it's like, why is it a puzzle design where you just have a bunch of cages of people you captured that you're not apparent? You know, like you just have them. They they take that concept further in the series, and in my opinion, I think it's in three. They take it like way too far, <laughs> like where it's just kind of gross and not oh, like boy. yeah. Well, don't you remember um, when they were advertising three? They were pri- prioritizing their whole guts engine, and they were talking about how you ripped open a minotaur and like look at the way the guts come out. Like yeah. we made a proprietary engine just for this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that I don't know that stuff doesn't like that one is like. Oh, okay, that's kind of cool and neat. But like the the torturing of an innocent person, I was like, oof. <laughs> and that game, you play Guitar Hero too. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess uh, they really wanted to show you how Kratos is, you know, a badass. I mean, he's yeah. not a good, he's not a good person. So, 
before we get too far away, because uh, Michael had the same note as me about when you find Pandora's Temple, <laughs> the, the guy who like lets you in. <laughs> I forgot. I totally forgot about this and he's guy. Like, he's like business casual about it. He's like, this is Pandora's Temple, and thousands of people come here. Who's like the the keeper of the temple? He's like this half rotten zombie guy he's missing part of his face i think one of his arms is gone and he's just like yes hello welcome to pandora's temple like do you, do you have an appointment sir he's just like <laughs> the most normal voice ever for this disgusting looking character like <laughs> just throwing bodies on a fire or something right i think right? yeah i hope you'll be bringing your body back to me shortly like like you, you should not have this voice <laughs> It's really good. Also, I couldn't believe how many people like go like how many dead bodies you see of people who tried to do this to, to, to do this. So, like, my God, that's a lot of people. It makes sense. Great. That's why I, I, mean, yeah, I was going to say that's like, like, keeps calling them every five minutes. Like, I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> it's just it, it, to me in favor of the gods back then. So. Yeah, it, it overstayed its welcome to me. It was, it was just a little bit like I kept thinking I was almost done with this temple that I, I wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like, and this how? game also doesn't have very many bosses in it either, but the boss fights work. Like you have, I can't even remember who. I know you have the Minotaur, you have the you have the Hydra, the Minotaur, and I and then just Ares. I think I think that's all the Ares, boss. Fights. Yeah. You got the mechanical bull and the Pandora's Guardian. I think is what it's called. Oh, the, the Minotaur. Oh, yeah. That's oh. what I think of when I think Minotaur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Minotaur, that was that, that, the... that was kind of cool fight though. It wasn't terrible. It was it kinda, goes yeah. on. I feel like it goes on a little too long. Yeah, I mean, definitely the majority of this game. <laughs> you got to cut it out. <laughs> but also PS2 era. I mean, things went on longer than they should. Like, I can't I played a lot of PS2 games for the show. And like, that's a very notorious thing where it's like, you think this boss fight should be over? Let's give more help. Like, no, let's not. <laughs> I yeah. do like I do like the sense of scale in that fight. Like after you uh, beat him and you shoot the log and it impales him and you're like, Oh, he's going to go through the door, but he like hits the wall. And then his hoof like knocks open, like just a little section for a Kratos sized <laughs> hole for him to go through. Slot <laughs> convenience. <laughs> Pretty much. There's a lot of that in this game. That's okay. I mean, it's still like, it, it's, it was still fun just to kill things. I mean, I was out, I, I was engaged to just keep playing this game and I didn't remember very much. I mean, I also like we have mentioned it, but I want to bring it up. Like when you first see Ares and you get to ask him, he's just this gigantic thing in the background, just murdering the city. <laughs> walking around, yeah. stomping around. I mean, it takes him a long time to take all the city, too, because it's like, I mean, you're I mean, you have to be in Pandora's box for at least a little bit of time. Like game wise, yeah. like for, you know, timeline of what's happening. Like can't be that like you. You got to been there for days. I'm assuming not. Well, I mean, when he keeps making the same loop. Like the same three feet, then turns around what? and he walks back. <laughs> is this? Is it when he's climbing the temple or climbing the back of Kratos? The narration says he climbed for three days to get to the top. Something like maybe that. I don't I remember. Think you're right. yeah. I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention there's, to the story. There's no subtitles. So like, <laughs> oh yeah, that brings up the point. Yeah, there wasn't any. I had to focus. play this with sound. Another yeah. quality of life improvement. I mean, yeah. I do not understand why any game does not have subtitles. And like PS2, you're like, why didn't you just put subtitles in? But maybe it was we're too cool for subtitles. I, they forced you to use sound. I honestly I remember, sound. like in the 360 era, people were like upset that uh, Assassin's Creed 2 was going to have subtitles like automatically turned on, and I was like, that's great for me because <laughs> like it helps me focus, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't think Assassin's Creed One has subtitles. No. And I'm about to replay that here coming up here. And I'm you like, you could uh, turn them off though. So what does it matter? Why people play the weirdest tales to die on? It's, you know, 
if it if it accommodates other people, people are going to be mad about it. Yeah, every game should have <laughs> options, customization options to allow yeah. accessibility for everybody to play the way they want to play. But so many people are like, no, no, you got to play it exactly like I play it, and that's it. It's yeah. the only way to enjoy it. You can't you can't play Castlevania one with save states. Hey, if you if you play a it's game of cheating, game. you're just cheating yourself. In the it's great the words one. of Ninja the Streamer. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> they just need to make all games, all things to all people, and then then everyone will be fine. It's so simple. Yeah, I, I just love bringing up that stupid that stupid quote that he had when all he did is play Fortnite and make millions off Fortnite. So. Yeah, the, the kicker too is if you if you play a lot of games, there's so many games that come out every single week at this point. It's impossible to play every game. It's impossible. Yeah. So if you can, if you're gonna pick what games you're gonna play, you want to enjoy them. Otherwise, why spend your time playing them? So. Right. Why get mad if someone chooses an easier difficulty or someone chooses subtitles and wants to invert their controls? Who gives a flying? <laughs> it's their way of playing. It doesn't affect you. Just let people enjoy a game. I, I never understood that. Like, also, I don't understand people's haze of subtitles. I, everything I watch has subtitles on. Yeah, like, I like them. yeah, I've been using subtitles for years. And like, there's a there's a really funny uh, IT crowd joke uh, where uh, they're going like they're taking some businessmen out to see a play. And they're like, does it have subtitles? And they're like, no, it's a play. And he goes, good. I can't read while I'm also trying to watch something. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> so anytime I, people complain about I, that, I just I, think of... I can't do that either. Like, I don't like subbed anime because I have problems reading while focusing. But when it comes to video games, I absolutely put subtitles on for, for whatever reason. I like, I like them in video games. I don't do it when watching like a YouTube video or TV, of course. Like that, I'll, I'll don't need it. But for a video game, for whatever reason, I just like subtitles. I I don't for YouTube just because usually they're they're not good. But do you when you watch like TV or a movie? Oh god, yeah, everything. Every TV yeah. show has subtitles on every time for Netflix. No, everything like that. For me, it's just video games. But I just like to read. Well, TV also, I'm doing. I have to have subtitles because when you're editing a podcast and watching TV, it helps to read. <laughs> and I read really fast. Yes. Because I used to write a lot, so I can read fast. So did everyone do the sex mini game? Oh, I didn't find it. <laughs> what do you, you didn't find, find it? it. No, I didn't find it. I missed it somehow. <laughs> to the beginning of the game. <laughs> right the I know. And I apparently I got out of the bed and ran away and went off to do I mean, whatever I was doing. And went, oh, hang around that bed. Yeah, oh, you, you you kill the Hari Jura and then the story beat goes on and you wake up in the bed or next to the bed. That's right insane. Then. Everything I learned about sex, I learned from God of War 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I still have to have vases on the table next to me <laughs> yeah no i completely hey. missed that minigame i just i was i remember thinking like oh yeah and i just completely skipped it i just ran off and <laughs> kept going mike wanted his kratos to be a decent kratos <laughs> that only likes murdering and not sex was, Wait, was if your, the was usa system has taught us anything when it comes to like violence is good sex is bad that's <laughs> true <laughs> I I needed the orbs on the hard playthrough, so I muted the TV and just did it shamefully. Like, <laughs> just like uh, he's like, we're done here. Don't be here when I come back. <laughs> Damn, dude. Uh, it, it was funny. At least I, I was watching a video of it because I'm watching speedrun. They do it too, and at least you don't you don't you don't it doesn't show anything because otherwise it'd be like San Andreas where oh we got to pull our game now. Uh, it shows enough. My wife's watching me play. She's like, I don't remember there being this many boobs in this oh, game. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of boobs oh, in this game. Boobs, yeah. Because you got them and the sirens and the oracle. Which, fuck that oracle. My God. That was the first part that I was like, oh, God, it's going to be one of these games. Where she's like hanging from the rope and you have to figure out how to get up to her. And I'm just 
all over this courtyard like what the hell do i do here what i can move this pillar okay why what can Help i do with it <laughs> yeah she's screaming the entire time hey she's holding on perfectly until you get up there and you're like oh now i got 60 seconds i've been holding too long waiting right, for your ass yeah. jeez yeah that part was annoying too i i i had a vague me- core memory somehow that i knew to push two pillars on top of each other to start this puzzle like it was in my head for some still yeah, once I realized I could do that, I'm like, oh, that's probably what I need to do. And then I couldn't figure out where to put them afterwards. Because I thought maybe I had to line them up so she could drop onto it. But then the camera's not doing me any favors with that. So I'm like, oh, that can't be it. Of course, I camera think... doesn't do any favors anyway. <laughs> You'd think that would be easier than Kratos, like, jumping onto vines, going around. Like, you had to go on the mirror so you can push... activate the cutscene where he jumps and grabs her. Push the pillars, like, underneath her and just be like, okay, just let go. <laughs> and then I'll drag Hopefully you Hopefully I'll line here. it up right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and don't and make sure you don't you don't bounce too much when you fall okay like make sure you just fall straight and you stay <laughs> i'll catch you i swear <laughs> she dies oh, that's, anyway. that's annoying part. and then when you finally get pandora's box in this game that's another part that i completely forgot to go through all this trouble you get pandora's box like, all right we got it and he just starts hauling this big box out <laughs> and Aries like, oh, you got the box, okay. And he grabs a slate, like grabs ground or something, and just throws it all these miles away and just kills you. Yep, I loved that. <laughs> it was a big fu after Pandora's temple, but it was also it's, like I did not expect that. Well, bravo! It's such a funny scene too, where like Aries is like doing something else, and he looks over his shoulder and he's like, oh, <laughs> good shit. Oh, and it was Architect's Tomb uh, near the near the top of the mountain that had that ter- had the terrible puzzles that I was referencing. That's least... also the one where there's a puzzle you have to do, like the Tetris blocks thing. This oh, one. There's a lot yeah. of stupid ass puzzles in the top of this place. Like I was that's what that's when overstated welcome for me for Pandora's stuff. And when you get to the top part, then I was like, okay, I am just tired of being here. That <laughs> that puzzle where you have to push the box over to the wall before the uh, spikes come out of the ground. Yeah. Oh, fuck that puzzle. <laughs> that took me a solid like 10 to 12 times. And even when I finally got it, I don't think that I should have made it. I just, you know, I was like annoyed. I was like, the box shouldn't break when the spikes come out. Like, I sh- you should let me like jump onto the box and yeah. be safe and then, you know, continue pushing it. Because it feels like that. I don't know how they timed that out or like who on the playtesting team was really good at this game to <laughs> <laughs> have that timer be so fucking tight. It's like, yeah, it should take exactly this long. Okay, remove five seconds from that. Right. <laughs> I, I really hate when games have timing that's like, you have to be precise. I forget yes. what, we played a game for the show at some point. I can't, like, I remember where it was like, the timing was just way too precise. And I had to like cheat, cheat to make it work. And I'm like, this is just too much. They need it's, to take whatever time it, it takes and add like t- at least 10 seconds just to have right. a little bit of forgiveness. Because yeah. I, I don't like it when you make a single misstep and it doesn't work. Yeah, but you talk about quality of life stuff and a lot of games nowadays have options just to remove timed events from games. It's like so nice. Well, yeah, Yeah. talking about the quick time events like before uh, I played recently, like the Detroit uh, become human and stuff like that. And you could turn in the options for quick time events to be like super forgiving. So Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, crap, I have to hit circle. And like you have plenty of time to hit circle It's like extra forgiving. I'm like, oh, that's so good. Like, that's such a quality of life thing. And and you could turn it to be extreme if you really want to, you know, pay, pay attention. That's fine. Everyone can play the way they want. Absolutely. Things like that where turn off the times, especially after a certain time. Like, maybe they give you, like, a couple tries 
And then if you fail and say, would you like to try again without the time restraint? <laughs> so you know what to yeah. do. We're just not going to punish you anymore. Like you just because that's the worst part is when you know exactly what to do and you're just missing the time. And it's just frustrating because like I know what I just don't know how to go a little faster, but I know what I need to do. Right. And and that kills you in a story driven game. An obstacle like that that prevents you from going forward. If you're having difficulties, it kills the momentum of the story. And it, it kills your drive to continue. And you don't want to do that for any gamer. You want them to see it, especially a series like God of War. You want them to beat God of War because then you want them to buy God of War 2. And you want them to buy God of War 3, etc. <laughs> you don't want to go, well, great, there's five main games now and, and three spinoff titles. And I would love to get into them, but that stupid block puzzle in God of War 1. (laughs) For me, it was the walking on the the beams with the spinning saw blades. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was the one that was like, my God, I would abuse the hell out of safe states right now. You know what the funny thing about those beams? When when I met my wife, before she was my wife, she had played God of War before me, and that's the part that she quit. Uh And she told me. She said, she said, I, I loved the game and, but that part, I beware, like I can't do it. I quit the game. I really wanted to finish it. It's terrible. So I got the game right after that, that, that black Friday and I play it through and I did that perfectly the first time <laughs> perfectly. And I was like, wait, that was the part you were having problems with. And she's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully you weren't like, that was easy. <laughs> it was exactly what I did. I was like, that was easy. <laughs> that part, though, made me realize that the, the Gorgon eyes and the Phoenix feathers that you use to power up Kratos' health and mana, it actually gives you way more than you need to fully max them out because there's a feather during that part. And I got it one time and was like, well, I'm not going for that. I can't do this part normally. So <laughs> so I, I, I went on with the game, finally got past it, and I still found enough feathers to max out my mana by the end of the game, yeah. which is pretty nice. Well, one difference, too, is she she was doing the PS2 version, I did the PS3. So I don't know if they did uh, something different in the PS3 version to make that part easy. No I, I was playing the PS3 version, it didn't feel very oh. easy. I don't remember it being... I don't even remember that part you guys were talking about. It didn't stick with me. But then again, I beat this game over a week ago, so... Yeah. I don't remember as well, but yeah, that that you're if what you're saying not jumping out at me is I don't think it gave me as much trouble because usually stuff that really troubles me I remember a lot well, better. Oh, but you did play this. You you said you did play this on PS2. I was gonna say there's probably some PTSD because I remember <laughs> specifically going like this is the hardest video game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, no, I I played this on PS2 twice back in the day, like many like back when it came out, and then I played it again at some other point, and then I played it then for the show. But yeah, all PS2. And unfortunately, all three times, no cheating. Yes, I couldn't. So. Oh, oh, but I do want to talk baby. about like, the Hades part is really damn where you go to the underworld. That is really cool. My favorite part of the game. That yeah. I, I remember, I vaguely remembered it. And I'm like, this is still really cool. Like, earlier in the game, you have the first shadow where you see a guy digging a, gra- digging a grave. He's like, I'm digging your grave. And you're like, okay. Well, that's, I thought he's digging a grave to pull you out. <laughs> that's Zeus, right? Like, we're all on the same page. Yeah. That's Zeus. That's Zeus. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. both voiced by. Uh, Paul Eiding, who's the Colonel Colonel Campbell from Metal Gear Solid's series, so oh. I would be surprised if he's actually Zeus. That would make sense too, because Zeus is also known in Greek mythology for taking Just, different forms all the time yeah. and doing stuff I like that. I think Kratos even asked him, he's like, who are you, old man? He's like, Oh, I'll never tell. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't Ares Zeus's a brother though, if I remember correctly? 
No, Ares is Zeus's son. Wow, yeah. that's even worse. Okay, Zeus, Poseidon, and uh, Hades are all brothers. Don't okay. don't look up what Zeus did in Greek mythology. <laughs> well, I know. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've studied all. Greek mythology he's, before. It's he's not a good while. guy. <laughs> he definitely didn't turn himself into a goose and have someone have sex with him. That'd be weird. <laughs> God, it's just weird. Anyway, they were they, they like they like the they like bestiality in, in Greek mythology. So. Uh-huh. So was your favorite part of Hades where you had to climb the spinning columns with the blades on them? No. No. <laughs> I wish I had save states. There's, there's a trophy a, on the three the PS3 version for getting it in one go, and it, it just gives you it whenever you actually make it. It's like, oh, technically, oh, that's one really? go. That's I got it. Like, I See, felt oh, multiple I times. told you the trophies in that game felt glitched to me because it glitched me out of trophies. Because it, it was like, an early PS3 game, too, like with trophies. When yeah, when I was sense. looking when I was looking at the trophy list, I was like, because I read that trophy description, and I already had it from like when I played it on PS3 the first time, and I was like, damn, I don't remember doing. I must have been really good. Like <laughs> that part must not be really hard. And then I got here on this playthrough, and I was like, oh my god, this part is impossible. Yeah, it, was, it once you get to a certain point, like I, I remember. I, I stopped fucking up as much, and I'm like, I do not want to do all this over again. But yeah, no, I, I wish I, it was a part where I was like, I really want save stage for this part. Yeah, I, I felt a lot. And then when I finally made it, the trophy popped. I was like, I, I guess technically that was one go, because like, it always starts you from the bottom. Yeah. Did you die at all? Uh, I don't think like, I died, because the blades don't I don't no, think don't they do, much do damage. damage. They just irritate yeah. the hell out of you. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's the qualifier, is that you don't die, like, be. and have to restart the checkpoint. No, I died trying to do the the platforming challenges where it's like the cir- circular platforms and they're all spaced out and you have to jump across them. But the camera is like, I'm going to stay back here, figure this out on your own, try to figure out where you are <laughs> in relevance to the platforms. Don't you love PS2 era games? Uh, oh, yeah. Terrible camera and terrible platforming. Uh-huh. I really don't like platforming. I keep realizing <laughs> games that aren't platformers. I'm looking at platformers either, but at least I accept it. And gave other games, I'm like, eh, especially I, I do not like platforming in first-person shooters. I do not like when you make me do jump puzzles. Yeah, how sporting Jumping in first-person is tough. I hate it. Did you yeah. did you like Metroid Prime? I did. It has jump puzzles. Yeah, I didn't like the jump yeah. puzzles, but I like the game. I feel like it does. I just beat Metroid Prime yesterday. So. <laughs> the Switch version? Yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah. great remake. It's, it's so good. good. You get a double jump. That helps. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember. I, I know it didn't bother me much in Metroid Prime. But I was like, just got done playing Borderlands, and it bothered me in Borderlands. I think so, it's because uh, yeah. of Metroid, like on the GameCube version of Metroid Prime, whenever you jumped, Samus would look down. So, you, like, you know, you could orient from there, you know? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's a quality of life thing. You can turn that on or off on the new one. Yeah, you can. It's great. That's cool. I, I love quality of life stuff in games. Like, it just makes me so happy that we are at that point now where most games have that. So, And most games are also made easy enough if you need it to be to just to, to play through it and beat it and not feel like you can't finish a game. Yeah. Well, especially when you've got to warrant easy, obviously. Yeah, especially when there's story-driven games. Like yeah. a, a game where it's literally nothing but fighting and there's no story, then fine, whatever. But like, like I like when games have a story difficulty where it's like, we're trying to tell you this story. We want you to enjoy the game, but we also really want you to enjoy the story and not be frustrated. Yeah. That's why uh, Hades, the super giant Hades, is so great is because you can turn on that god mode and it doesn't make the game just a pushover. It makes the game just that much easier every time you fail because it adds 2% to your defense, I think. Yeah, it adds a certain amount to like after like up to 10 deaths or something. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah, I I love when Hades did that. 
don't get me started on it because it's a f- fantastic game. Mike's probably <laughs> it's also here, the but... reason why this game is on here. <laughs> you played Hades, you're all in the Greek mode. You're like, oh, what can I play next? And I'm like, well, we can do God of War on the show. We could do two human. Oof. Nobody oh, wants to. Oh, two human. <laughs> Good luck finding two Silicon humans Knights. to do that podcast. <laughs> Zach, I, mean, he, I, I know two humans that would do that podcast. Me and Mike, just fine. I mean, no. but I'd have to pull out my 360 and see if it still works. <laughs> that I such good hope for Dennis Dyack and that studios after Eternal Darkness, but no, they went down the shitter. No, oh, yeah, it turned out that he's not a very good guy. I don't think so. No, Dennis Dyack is not a good guy. No. <laughs> is he even around anymore? Like he even, I think, I think he made a studio, but they haven't actually produced. They did try to do some kickstarters, I think, like the spiritual yeah. successor to Eternal Darkness, and it failed. I, I was gonna say, I remember that. I'm sure that two human trilogy is still coming. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> did they make a sequel? No, they got no. sued but because they used the engine, like I think the Unreal Engine, without the license or something, and they had to pull it. Yeah, no, that's just not. No, but okay. When one came out, they they had intended to make it a trilogy. Yep. Kind of like, oh, there's an Xbox game I played. Oh, uh, uh, at that Resin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that game had a trilogy coming too, right? Remember? It also it's had gonna, a contest, or you could it's like yep. happen. get a million money. dollars. <laughs> right. That was a fake contest too, I think, if I remember yep. correctly. Uh, fuck you yeah. couldn't actually. Nobody like they when somebody won, they didn't actually have the money. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like playing Mario Party and you land on one of those spaces where Bowser's supposed to give you a bunch of coins and he just yeets out of there. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's, probably in, that's probably in a Mario Party. I wouldn't put it past oh, it Nintendo is, yes. to just be like... <laughs> it's like a 10,000 coin prize or something. You land on it and he just leaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were making a joke. Oh, no, no, I did too. <laughs> no, when you, when you land on Bowser, like there's a spinning wheel and like four of the things are usually really negative and one is like Bowser gives you 10,000 coins. And if it happens to land there, which is very rare, Bowser's just like, nope, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I haven't played a Mario Party since one. So so I, I have know. a question about other God of War games. Do you get more stuff than you do in this one? Because, you, I mean, you get the yeah. four abilities and yes. you get the sword and you get part of Poseidon's trident that lets you breathe underwater, which... <laughs> Let's yeah, not even get so, into the underwater shit. So going back to like uh, behind the scenes stuff, there's like concepts and David Jaffe kind of narrates it. And he's like, oh, here's like our idea for like uh, like a super long jump is uh, Icarus's wings. But we couldn't get it like fully implemented. And that and then he's like, that sucked. I wish we could have put it in. But that's in the sequel. Uh, it's also in uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. They stole that yeah. idea, <laughs> which I'm also playing later. This I year. love that game. It's I'm really good. My my wife played that and she really enjoyed it and I wanna I wanna play it but it's a lot of fun. I'm not super big in open world Ubisoft games with all scratches scratch an edge. I had just finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey when we got Immortals, so I was like, I'm not. I don't. Want to play <laughs> yeah, that's like, understandable. Another Ubisoft Greek game. <laughs> well, Barry and Mike, if you want, I'm doing it in August. If you guys want to uh-huh. join me, yeah, yeah maybe. Strong possibility. I started it already, but we'll see. <laughs> I. I <laughs> I have to play it. It just looks so much up my alley, and I bought it. For oh, 10 totally! Bucks. I bought it. I bought it physically, Barry, for ten bucks at a at a toy swap. I am so nice. so proud of you. And then I also paid twenty bucks and bought it on Steam too. Or that not does Steam, not surprise me at all. <laughs> which 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 version did you buy physically? The Switch? Yeah, because that's yeah. It's just okay. it just the guy had a bunch of Switch games. I'm like, and it wasn't this. It wasn't that old. I'm like, ten bucks, sure. Yeah, brand new. All right. I've heard it runs pretty decent on there, too. Yeah, but I can't play it on the Steam Deck. <laughs> All right, I you guess that's true. 
Uh, I just love. I mean, it's just something about the Steam Deck for me is just perfect. Like, I, when I play Switch game, I, cause I only have a Switch Lite, and it's just it's so tiny. I don't yeah. like it. Get an OLED. That was a that was a resounding yes. Did you get more cool stuff in the future? Uh, yes, you okay, do. Cool. The, it's like God. Uh, not God of War. Devil May Cry and stuff. The different weapons you get are a big selling point for me. So I was kind of disappointed with this one that you get the two weapons and the four abilities, and that was pretty much it. Oh, you don't. I. I don't think the other weapons you get in the games are good. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, you you get some pretty cool abilities in it. Oh, it's there's that the, at least. The, the blades of chaos is just so iconic, and it works so well yeah, that even in God sure. of War four and five, where you you had the Leviathan axe as your main weapon, like when you get the blades of chaos, I was like, yeah, I'm switching over. Yeah. <laughs> Although in well, in Ragnarok, you actually have to switch between all the weapons because they they have like an elemental property they add in now, where like certain enemies, if they're strong to ice you can't use the leviathan axe so you do like chip damage so you have to use the blades of chaos and the shrine of fire you have to switch the leviathan axe and then you get you get a couple other weapons as well i think, I think one other weapon's like lightning i forget what it was now nice and it's like oh, you get, well, so you have like a group of enemies and some are fire and some are ice and you have to constantly switch between <laughs> I, I figured there were more because the god of war saga the cover has him he's got like looks like fist weapons he's made got a lot of, of shit on him lion well, heads you know or what? Something. yeah those are cool that's I forgot about those. Cool. I like. I those. I do definitely want to play like this. This game got me want to play more of the series, though. That's for sure. I don't know when it will happen, but I'm definitely curious more. Yeah, you, I'll, uh, I'll get to two should, soon. At least the main five games. It's, the spinoffs are good too. The the PSP. Yeah, games. I'd, I'd say the the three one two three and the PSP games are really good. Like yeah. they're they're all in the same tier of like great to fantastic. I forgot I actually have Ragnarok. It came with the PS5 that my wife bought. <laughs> Ragnarok is freaking amazing. Ragnarok is good. I think it. I don't think it's as good as everyone says it is. Like it's it's a good story, good gameplay, but it, it's not game of the year in my opinion. Yeah, I hear that it does yeah. also overstay its welcome. Yes, it does. Because game well, game of the year was uh, Live Alive. Live Alive is amazing. <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. But no, like God of War Ragnarok. It's one of those cases where if you want to hundred percent it. There's a ton of stuff to yeah. like, like open area. It's not really open world. It's like open area to go around and find and explore and do all these quests. But if you also just want to finish it, it has a line. It has that line that will, you know, direct you where to go. And you could just go from point A to oh, B nice. and, and go through the story and enjoy it. So you do have that option. So, and you could maybe find an area, go, well, you know what? I want to explore a little here and you can choose to do that. And it'll tell you like, on the map, like, oh, you know, when you're, you took the, you just saw a tree to, to teleport between the realms. It's like, oh, yeah, you have quests that you could do in this realm if you want to go back there. Um, otherwise, you, you just go where the main story tells you to go. It's it's very friendly to what you want. Like, it, it's just like, you want to dick around and do side quests? Yeah, sure. You want to do story quests? Yeah, sure. You know, like, yep. they don't they don't really <laughs> nice. restrict you out of anything. That's cool. I got plenty of my play, but I'll probably get to it at some point. Put it on your bingo, you'll get to it then for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bigger card's full, at least for the moment. I keep rearranging stuff. <laughs> Speaking of cool weapons from Devil May Cry, that had Pandora in four, I think? Or it's supposed to have 666 forms that they can use to kill people. And in this game, Pandora's box makes you super big. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you see it when he finally gets to Athens and fights. <sighs> rock'em, rock'em, sock'em, Kratos. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It wasn't, it's not too bad of a final boss fight. I mean, you fight him and then you beat a form of him, I think, and then you get sucked into some weird universe where you fight tons of yourself trying to kill your wife and kids to redeem yourself. <laughs> and you That's hug them to restore system. their health. Yeah. 
Yeah. More. Yeah. You know, if you could name like all the games that had a hug button, because I know the boy does blob remake had one. God of War would not been one I would expect to see on that list. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is no. I, I will agree with that one. It's not what you expect. <laughs> but no, that fight see, sucks. The thing about this game is like because I played like every game in the series. I always just attribute like, oh, you don't really get that much characterization out of Kratos in the first game. But replaying it, I'm like, oh, yeah, you do get a lot of characterization like out of him, you know, where like you see like he sees his family and he's like, you know, oh, this is a trick of the gods. And he's like, you know, protecting them from himself. Like, I thought that was a really neat thing to do in a video game like that. I don't like, you know, attribute to 2005 God of War. Mm hmm. They played up the psychological aspect of it quite well. Yeah, that seemed more like a page out of like a 2018 and Ragnarok's more so than that one. So that seems kind of confusing, though, because he's like, I'm going to save my family this time. Like, do, are they alive now? No. Why does he no. think that's going to change anything? It's psychological. It's just yeah. like when dealing with trauma. That's what yeah, he's, he's coping with his trauma is what he's doing. Because think about it. If you killed your wife and child, you would be dealing with trauma. Like, especially oh. accidentally. Fair. You know, Michael, I'm sorry, you, you asked, like, oh, when the narrator says he climbed on the back for three days, yeah. uh, that's at the beginning, because I was about to say, the beginning is oh. kind of a bummer opening, too, where he, like, you know, they're like, oh, and then Kratos plunged himself into the Aegean Sea, and then it says three days earlier, oh. so, like, also, him, game is him jumping off the cliff is, like, three days after the events of the game. Weird. That is yeah. weird. That's also, I forgot that that's the opening of this game that he jumped off the cliff. Yeah. Because him jumping off the cliff is after he killed Ares, right, then? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, like, it's where yeah. the game d- tries to end, and then Athena's like, nope. Yeah, Athena brings him back up. Yeah. Okay. And then he, after you kill Ares, and he becomes the god of war. It's because he's dealing with the trauma, and he, he can, did his revenge. So he feels like, that's it. I, I did it. I'm going to die and go be with my parent, <sighs> with my wife and, and child. And, and, for- and Athena's like, well, the- no. The whole thing is, is he had made a deal like he he was working under the assumption that once he kills Ares, the gods would forgive him like what he did. And he wouldn't have to deal with like he wouldn't have to deal with the memory of that. And then when right. after he kills Ares, Athena is like, oh, no, like you still we, have to live. We never that. said that. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's like, we, we can forgive you, but you will always remember what you did. And then, you know, that's when he's like, oh, the gods of Olympus have abandoned me. I forgot they did that thing where you start at the end and then work your way there because we talked about starting the game with the big set piece. Like, yeah. I was thinking, why not start at the end of the battle, like with Ares, and then go back to the beginning to kind of do that whole thing so you're not getting that high, low, high thing, which you're going to get anyway, but it makes more sense, I guess. Because yeah. it, I completely forgot this opening that he almost committed suicide. I forgot all of this. It's because it's a shocking opening. It's like, oh, here's this bad why he's killing himself at the very beginning of the game. What happened? And you want to know why is he throwing himself off the cliff? Yeah. It's like a Christopher Nolan movie. It's a really good setup. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, it wasn't I, anyway. You, you know what? I, I, I almost expected as he, you know, he was doing it, he stopped. So, so hi, my name is Kratos. And I'm <laughs> you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> wondering how I got here. Let's go back. <laughs> uh, that would have been great. Oh, thankfully, not one of those games. Could have played into that Canadian Kratos we talked about before we started the episode. <laughs> oh, hey, you're probably wondering how I got here. That's it is me. cool. The no very last moment that you sit game. on the throne of Ares. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That setup, like that's such yeah, a cool setup, setup to go right into two. 
And don't get too hyped about that setup because <laughs> they don't do really anything with it. You see, I did, did play. I, I played a little bit of twos. I think I rented two back in two thousand seven or you know two thousand seven, but I don't remember anything about it. Like I have, I have no. Me- I didn't get very far whenever I did play it. Two is awesome. So. Two is also one of the last PS two games released by. So- I think it was the last Sony release. Yeah, yeah. I definitely want to play two. Same. This this got me more interested to play too and i'm also and two has been one of those games i like i really should knock this off my off my backlog and finally play it i'm like one day maybe but i i cannot overstate how amazing two was because like when i got god of war one uh it was right after god of war two released and so like i beat god of war one and then i went to gamestop and bought god of war two because i was just like this is fucking great and (laughs) two is just oh my god blew me socks off i did that with dead space that's got to be so good. That's got to be a good experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've said on the show before. I downloaded the Dead Space demo and I hated it, but I ended up picking up the first game on like a whim because it's like a buy two, get one. And it ended up something clicked that time and I beat it in like a weekend and it was just before two was coming out. So I could go get two immediately after. Oh, man, it's pretty rad. Uh-huh. Um, did you guys know that you can there's like secret phone numbers you can call? Oh, yes. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Where? I think they're still uh, active too. I believe oh, the actual are. phone numbers you call? Yeah, yeah real phone numbers. It's like 1 800 oh. numbers. One you get from beating the challenge of the gods, and the other one you get when you, you destroy both the statues in Ares' throne room. Yep. And I know I've seen a clip of David Jaffe pissed off that the phone numbers got put on the internet because, like, the quote is, like, fuck you, you guys didn't earn that. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just don't know where I've seen it, but I know it exists where he's like pissed off that, you know, it was posted. Well, of course, everything gets, I mean, maybe 2005 wasn't, no, internet was taken in 2005, so I got nothing. David Jaffe is a very weird individual who I think, I get, I get why he was upset about that only because you work so hard to do something cool and then people just get it. But at the same time, I think as the years have gone on, he's kind of degraded himself. I'm sure you've seen the clip of him playing Metroid Dread. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot that was him. That was yeah. him. Same guy. <laughs> this is bad game design. How are you supposed to know to shoot the enemies? It was like, like one it, block, I think. And he was yeah, mad. He was mad. Was like, <laughs> I'll give him credit. There are some bad game design elements in that game, but that's not one of them. <laughs> he's a cool dude though i listened to him he's on uh he's been on a few episodes of the latest and he's uh seems like a nice enough guy but yeah i can i imagine this whole developing games and stuff is probably not the best he, he got lucky with twisted metal and god of war and then he yeah, really his, didn't his drawn to death i think it was called that multiplayer game that didn't do anything yeah and then he came back to do Twisted Metal on the PS3, and that didn't do anything. Woof. Yeah, big miss. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's even working on now. I think he just streams and gets mad yeah. at people on Twitter. Did he? He only <laughs> no, did God of War that's one. That's Adam right? Sessler. Adam Sessler does that. Did he? Didn't do two? Did he? No. He was just one. Yeah. Well, that's sad. All he did was one. Didn't come back for other ones. Well, I think that's. I think that's kind of like what they do though on those games because three is even a different person than two, and oh. then four. Four is Corey Barlog again, and then five is someone completely new. I think they just take like story elements, but they say like, "Hey, make it your own thing." He's a he's attributed as the creative director for two, and that was the last one that's got his name on it. Oh, uh, oh, that's sad. I always thought he was more more in the series than that, but I, that makes sense. So 
Did it, with Twisted Metal, did he only do the first one in PS3, or did he do that whole series as well? Uh, well, one, I can two, see how good Twisted Black Metal 2 is. <laughs> yeah, 1, 2, Black, and uh, the PS3 one. Oh. Okay. And Mickey Mania on Super Nintendo. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. All right, do you have any last thing you guys want to say before we go on to questions, comments, or memories? Was Aphrodite in this game? I feel like he talks to her once. You get her necklace. Oh, there was that. I don't remember anything else with her, though. Doesn't she give you a power? Yeah, I want to say she gives you... I think she gives you Poseidon's Rage. Oh, no, uh, she's the one that gives you the Minotaur thing. Or was that... Or the... No, Jesus Christ. I don't remember. No, I don't Christ? think Jesus Christ was in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's that? Uh, where's That's going to be the next reboot where you do Christianity. They've, Probably. They joked about that. Like, Dave, uh, I think I think David Jaffe has gone on record saying they were going to go either to Egypt or Christianity. Yeah, good luck, Christianity. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope that, that would go wrong. Your game will be banned in the down. South. Oh, I, want, I want to do Christianity so badly. I mean, I'll enjoy it. I'll play the hell out of it. I mean, I actually might play it then, but oh. I can tell you there, there would be states that would be like, this game was made by Satan! Like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was right. Uh, she's the one who gives you the Medusa's case. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And then she's in three, apparently. Yes. Oh, and I have something I haven't done in a while. I have a code to give away. Oh, shit. I oh, nice. I have a bunch of codes. I lost all my old codes, actually. I was upset about that, so I'm not wanting to do that again. Uh, first, the code, Steam code for a game that you probably don't want, but Anomaly Warzone Earth, because I have it. And the code is L4TWRQ9NA053R7Z. And that's for Anomaly Warzone Earth on Steam. Well, I'm so glad I had Steam open. Thanks for the game. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, the funny thing is, like, I have a friend, Watt, who goes back and listens to a lot of these old episodes, and he's redeemed codes from years, like, years later. So, hey, you never know. It, you, it might it might be there at some point. Like, you know, you listen to people don't grab codes. Luck, much. Like, oh, someone else did. Uh-huh. We're not th- we're, I mean, we have listeners, but we're not that big. <laughs> and bots can't easily grab it. Not like I'm part of a... Of a Facebook group called something with Steam Deck, and like they'll post, they used to post codes a lot, and like every time they post codes, just bots would just grab it immediately. Ugh. So it's like, That's terrible. So then they would post it, and like, with they would take, they would mess with it, so you only get part of it in the post, part of it in the comments, and then that way the bots couldn't get it. So yeah. That's how Facebook works. If you post a Steam code, a bot will immediately grab it. Nice. <laughs> so, all right, we'll go to questions, comments, or memories. I, I got a few. I wasn't sure if I could get much for this game just because I was like, you just never know with games. Some people surprise me, though. But let's see. All right. First, from the official Laser Time community, I got one from Chris Lichos. I remember kind of hating it at first. It was simpler than DMC, so in my mind, it was crap. So I stopped an hour or two in. Years later, I went back and finally clicked, eventually leading me to play every God of War game. I feel like the formula saw some massive improvements over time, so I probably won't play the original anymore, but I have seen some speedruns now and then to bring back memories. Yeah, it's, it's sometimes hard to go back. Isn't that right, Mike? I was shocked about Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Infamous from, one. <laughs> there's more than that, but I know that was the one that you're like, oh, no. Like, this game is not good. <laughs> yeah. From I watched the entire Orbit Super Replay from Caleb Zerkowski. I think it was the first game I ever played with nudity in it. it I definitely remember seeing the harpies show up and thinking, whoa, those are titties. Are they even allowed <laughs> to do that? So I had to wait until my parents went to sleep in order to play it. 
That's probably why I don't remember much of the voice acting or soundtrack because I had to put the volume super low. One of these days, I need to revisit these first two games just to experience them without anxiety of parents suddenly walking into the room. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say turn the volume low so we can focus. He didn't or he didn't didn't really recognize the story because he was too focused on the boobies. <laughs> That's funny though. I mean, again, no subtitles, so you can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and from Jerry Floyd, getting out of Hades in that game was so damn frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. All right, and I got a few from the Giant Bomb Group. Uh, first one from Joe Butler, friend of the show. I love the first God of War, but it definitely is a game studio's first game. Three major boss fights in a six to eight hour little package. Also, Kratos is the beginning of a long line of just huge scumbag characters. I also personally believe it started to make quick time events popular. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, I know other games did it. I know we talked about it earlier, but I can't even remember like what games besides Resident Evil 4, like what games had quick time events at, at this time. That are uh, big, or even if they were not big, there were probably a bunch that we just don't remember because we right. had them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this From, is the one I always come back to when I think of them. This and RE4, yeah, same. Yeah, well, it's also the two big games which, of that time. Which one came first? Which released first? I think RE4 is 2004, wasn't it? Or is it 2005 oh, too? I thought it was 2005. I don't know. I think it would can tell you in shortly. Two, uh, Resident 2005. Oh yeah, it was well, January. When it was 2005. Resident Evil 4 is January 11th. Oh. I dealt. God of War came up before that. I think that was in March from 2005. Was we're in development at the same March 22nd. Yeah, that's wild. I know. Why do I know that? I got nothing. Because <laughs> you research for the for the podcast. That's why, right? Absolutely, Mike. Okay. We'll go with that. Uh, from Cole Gaston, the main menu was the most amazing graphics I'd ever seen at the time. I didn't think games could look any better. From Hector Diaz, it's still a pretty entertaining game, but I gotta blame it in RE4 for making QTEs the norm for the rest of that decade. There you go. <laughs> And from Brandon Murray, I remember I was in college and was obsessed obsessed with avoiding mainstream things and sellouts and wasn't playing PS2 games because if that's what everyone played, and I would be a sellout if I played PS2. GameCube only, baby. But then I saw this trailer and was like, well, I no longer care about the stupid moral code I had. Played the crap out of this game. <laughs> I, I agree. I think there's no point. Like, I get. I mean, I had that thinking, too, when I was in high school. I remember that, but enjoy Just play what you like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in high school, I had long hair and everything, and I was a, <laughs> I was trying to be different. <laughs> that changed. All right, from Dominic Guerrero. Just last year, I dusted off the PS3 and went through all of them again. The game is still fun all these years later. Fun to watch the development of the series over the PS2 slash PS3 games. And last question from Tim Hansen. I remember getting a demo disc from Pizza Hut that had God of War on it. The demo played until the end of the Hydra fight. I replayed that so many times until I got the game a few years later. That could be the whole game. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> And then at that point, the you wanted to skip the Hydra fight because you played <laughs> it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that brings me to our last segment, Shelf Stacker Box. And Nate, why don't you go first? I am going to put this on the stack. I think it is a good video game. And I think that it started a lot of things right for the franchise. But the sequels are just way better. All right. And what about you, Barry? You know what? I'm going to echo that. I'm going to put on the stack, too. It is, a, it is a great game for its time. It's excellent for its time. It has not aged as gracefully because of the lack of quality, you know, life improvements that have come since then and what we expect from a game. The story itself, however, is fantastic. And if you're interested in the God of War series, there's no, you know, no negatives really to start with this one to get the story. But it's also one of those where if you find it archaic in controls and you're not feeling it, it's also okay to just watch a summary of the first game and go to two. Don't don't miss out on this series because of the first game. So that's yeah. why I would say stack. Okay. And what about you, Mike? Uh, same thing. Like 
I kind of alluded to at the top of the episode is I can see why two is everyone's favorite, because if you take the core mechanics of this game and polish them up, get rid of some of the bad stuff, I could see this being just a phenomenal fun ass game. So I'm super excited to put to, to play two, but I'm going to put this one in the stack, I guess it's like low stack, almost in the box. Cause like the parts I liked were fun, but they seemed to be few and far between as the game went on. And it was more frustration than anything. Cause I'm a spoiled brat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah. You, you also, you play a lot of new games. True. So you got to be like yep. me and not play anything past like 360 PS3 era for the most part. Then you don't even <laughs> like, then you don't even realize like I played Miles Morales earlier this year and I was like wow look at all, like look at all these quality of life and this the way Let's, the game is and it's the one game I play and I go back to old stuff and I'm like oh, okay that's the trick yeah, <laughs> don't we'll play new stuff it's <laughs> real it's what you're missing I gotta get to spy fiction at some point this year we'll see how that goes <sighs> I do need to play that one day because you've been talking about it for you've been talking about it for years since I joined yeah yeah. I just don't I don't know if I want to play it, though. <laughs> All right, now I'll go last. I'm going to put this in the box. I had fun, but I really just I was ready for it to be done, too. And I, I don't really see myself. I wouldn't play it again. I beat the game three times now in my life, and I think that's plenty. I'm done. But it's just still a good game. It's not a bad game. It just wasn't it wasn't for me. It wasn't really my heavy game. I just played it to go. Well, it's on the show. <laughs> and I had fun, but I just I have no interest in going back ever again. But I do want to play more of the series. I definitely do want to do that. All right. And Barry, we're going to be oh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I should mention what we're talking about next week. Uh, next week, we are <laughs> going to be covering Borderlands. You get to hear us talk about Borderlands for the f- and my first time ever playing it. Or was my Not first us. time ever playing it? Just you. Wow. <laughs> you and I your guests. I wonder how that will turn out. Actually, one of the guests is <laughs> Nate's on that episode, too. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Me and Nate are coming back. Yeah, it's just, never played Borderlands 1 before, and I finally, somebody suggested it a long ass time ago on my Facebook messages. Uh-huh. On, on the podcast like two years ago, I was like, oh, I finally got to it, buddy. Whoever you are, I'll look up your name next time, but finally got to it. it. It's going to be a lot of echoing this game. It's like, hey, this set up some cool things, but the sequel did it better. <laughs> See, I never played the sequel, so that helps, you know? Yeah, two's, two's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> All right. And now to say what I was going to say, Barry, where can people find you at? You could find me on Twitter at Hellfire. You could find uh, me at NintendoFuse.com and YouTube.com slash NintendoFuse, where we do the podcast every other Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern live, as well as premiumeditiongames.com, where you could pre-order and as well as order in-stock physical titles for the Switch and the PS4 slash 5. I, I, I'm digital, but that's still very cool. <laughs> you and your digital. <laughs> You're a part of the problem, Mike. Uh, yes, with my, the games that I, I wouldn't buy anyway, but yes, because I don't buy Switch. Uh, it's awesome what you, you do. You, I really you like just... the fact that you guys do what you do. You, I think you literally simple. just talked about buying, a, you know, Immortal Phoenix Rising for physical for Switch, and you just said now you don't buy Switch. You lying hypocrite! I don't buy much Switch. I so. love the Switch, so I'll balance I, it out. Yeah, Switch is fantastic. Again, I think if I had a real Switch and not a Switch Lite, I'd be more interested. I think that's get, a big part of it for me. Get, I just yeah, get an OLED, get an OLED. OLED. But I have I have a version of the Switch right next uh-huh. to me. Just don't play Switch games right now, but I will someday. So hey. No, it won't. I know. I I thought about buying the OLED. To be honest with you, like maybe one day we'll see. It's on my mind, but I, I look, Mike. The second you buy the OLED, they're going to announce the Pro or the Switch too. So go ahead and do it now, and and this way we yeah, can end all the rumors. But if it makes if it makes you feel better, those rumors have been floating since 2017. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, you I can, know. You can just buy a Switch and be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, it's not. It had nothing to do with that. I just don't. I was either going to buy a Switch or a PS5, and I bought a Steam Deck instead. So. Hey, you know, there's rumors that there's a Tears of the Kingdom OLED. 
Yes, Sarah's. So that might know how much like I love Breath of the Wild. I was say you guys favorite Zelda game that I didn't play really. I paid sixty bucks for. I heard how much you loved it. I need to replay it. I, I, it's on. My, I have to replay Breath of the Wild because I did not give it a fair chance. But I just beat Dark Souls, and I wasn't in the mood for more Dark Souls. That was the issue, and I, I gotta go back. All right, enough of that crap. Uh, if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. You'll see a link in the show note. Uh, right now, the poll for this month is Marvel movies that Mike has never seen. It's either Punisher, Warzone, Daredevil, Elektra, or Hulk 2003 version. So you get to vote which one we're gonna cover. So for Little Dog, you can vote in the poll and you support the show. And also, we have Discord. If you want to join our Discord and chat with us, you'll see a link in the show notes for that. And we always appreciate that. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hatsphere. You can follow her on TikTok. You'll see a link in the show notes. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who's his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40, where he has been going through, speaking of Zelda, going through the whole Zelda series. So definitely go check out it. All that work he puts into it, because he puts way more work into that show than I do for this show. So, hey. <laughs> he doesn't do it. Well, I guess he kind of does it every week. He does. He interviews multiple yeah. people, cuts up. Like, hell, we did an interview, me and him, and then, he, and then like, a year later, he's still posting stuff from when we first, when we talked. Yeah. Like, that, I mean, he what he does is, like, yeah, I, it's it's incredible, but, like, I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> I just, I just, I get a bunch of people together, and we talk about a game, and then other stuff, and then I just go, shoop, edit, cut out, sound, here we go, here's your product, not, well, I saved this for two years. <laughs> I can't do that. I give him props. But yeah, definitely go check him out. Support him. He's a good guy. And uh, yeah, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>